Welcome to the Clovis Sports Report post-game pod, plus a little bit of a football preview for tomorrow's games. I'm Paul Meadows. I'm here with Austin Kemp at Clovis West, where Buchanan just defeated Fresno High 10-3 for the championship in the uh, Easter Classic. Austin, I've been away for the last four days. I've been living vicariously through you, you have, and through your you tweets. Have. Yeah, I, I left Flagstaff, Arizona at 10.08 this morning. You're Got a warrior. <laughs> You're a warrior for doing that. Drove through the Arizona desert, got home at 7.26, bolted over here, got here for the last out. But, uh, yeah, I definitely wanted to catch up with Austin and see how much I could see of the of the final game here. But, um, yeah. Austin, what what are your what are your impressions? What are your takeaways from you know not only this game but the tournament in in uh, in in whole? Yeah, I don't know if I want to start with Buchanan or just kind of the whole tournament in a whole, but I think I don't know. I think that we're going to see as the as the season plays out. I think the track is maybe a little bit down. It's not to say there's not there's not good players and such, but. Like team wise, there's a lot of young teams and a lot of inexperienced teams, and that kind of showed up in this tournament when you have guys kind of kicking the ball around, pitching for the first time, playing in the field for the first time. I just think like outside of Buchanan and and Clovis North is Clovis North is pretty good, but like everybody else are is so young, and you'll see that when you go to a when you go to a ball game this year because you'll you'll just see that inexperience and they haven't seen varsity speed yet, whether that's pitching or just like a ground ball, anything. They just they just need to get some more varsity innings under their belts. Yeah, overall, though, if you look at the records of the five uh, Clovis Unified teams, Buchanan, there were four games total, and they played, they started on Saturday, right? right. Took Sunday off and then three games in a row. Um, Buchanan went 4-0, Clovis went 3-1, Clovis North went 3-1, Clovis West went 3-1. Yeah. We'll, we'll get in a few of those games. Uh, Clovis East went one and two. We're not sure on one game. We haven't seen the result from today or when, yeah Wednesday's game for them yet. Okay, um, but yeah, I mean, if you look at the records, Clovis Unified did very well. I know all the teams were just local teams, Central Section teams. Nobody was from uh, from out of the area. Um, but you know, I mean, we can't get into talking about the Buchanan, um, the Buchanan uh, championship game. But if we go back to the opener. And I was actually able to go go to that game on Saturday. It was Buchanan against San Joaquin Memorial. Um, Buchanan, by Cal High Sports rankings, is number seven, and Memorial is fifteen at that time. And that was that was some high level baseball there. It was um, it was a tight game until Max Bernal uh, broke it up with the three run double, um, and they held on to win five to three. But yeah, I think if you top talk about two of the top teams in the section if not the top two i don't know we'll yeah. have to see about your rankings coming out next i think uh, memorial and buchanan would would be up there yeah memorial kind of solidified their number two ranking because they also did beat Colvis north today but i think it's it's not super super clear but i think it's clear enough to say buchanan and memorial should be the the two best teams right now we have kind of bullard lurking and a couple of the Bakersfield schools haven't started their seasons yet, but uh, that that was a high-level baseball game on Saturday, and that's a matchup we're probably going to see in the playoffs again later on. Yeah, just there were Division One players all over the field. Um, there were a few errors in that game. I think the teams combined for maybe five errors, but uh, I mean we saw we saw double plays, we saw sliding you know catches. sliding catches out there in, in short right field, which from um, from my perspective it was it was a great catch. Um, I forgot his name. The, Saldivar. Yes, Eddie, Eddie, Saldivar Eddie Saldivar from Memorial. 
Um, you know, it's one of my favorite catches is second baseman sliding over there. Yeah, you know, near over the, the shoulder. Over the shoulder, sliding catch over there by the foul line. Um, but, yeah, that was that was a high-level baseball game for sure. Um, Clovis High had some interesting games this week. They uh, <laughs> That was last night, right? They had a... a, a 15 what was the final they only they scored 15 runs it's, on five hits against redwood they won it was, i think 15 11 or 15 to 9 something like that they scored 15 runs on five hits yeah redwood i believe if i have it if, if i'm remembering correctly they had walked like 13 <laughs> batters and committed like five errors yeah so like that's 18 free passes and, yeah um I mean, you're, you're probably going to never... Oh, I thought you would never see a stat line like that again. And then I went to the Buchanan game the next day where they played Hanford, and there was like 22 combined walks between both teams. So, I don't know. I think it's just chalking it up to some early season uh, just weird stuff happening. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I hope it is because that could be that could be brutal for... For later in the season, so you you sat through a three and a half high school base, a three and a half hour high school yeah. baseball game. It was something I walks. never wanted to do again because yeah. there was like eight pitching changes, twenty two walks, and oh my god, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Columbus North had a good showing as well. Their only loss was today to San Joaquin Memorial, six to four. Yep, uh, and they were leading that game going into like the fifth or sixth. Okay. Blake King had a big home run. Um, and then it kind of just got away from them. Memorial took the lead and held it. Clovis West, uh, they had a big win yesterday, I believe, uh, against Redwood, a 21-4 score. Yeah. Um, and you saw Clovis West play earlier They they when they lost to Memorial, right? You saw that whole game? Yeah, and if you haven't listened to that post-game podcast, go back and listen. But I kind of wrapped up the Clovis West Memorial stuff. And Clovis West is kind of like I said at the beginning of this podcast. They're super young. They only started two seniors and... Uh, they, there was like two freshmen on the field, yeah. a handful of sophomores, and yeah, again, just a lot of guys who just need to get some at bats and some innings under their belts. And um, Tyler, Tyler Patrick, Tyler had, Patrick, had a win. one of them. Uh, he had a win in the opener, I in believe. Opener, he had like yeah. four innings pitching instead of sin, and uh, had a nice little debut. Um, something before we get into this championship game tonight, though, we're uh, I think we need to pay a little bit more attention to. What they're doing over there at Bullard, right? Yeah. So they went four and zero also in this tournament, but they didn't make the championship game because they gave up one more run than Buchanan. Is that right? Yeah, they gave up nine. Buchanan gave up eight. Yeah, and they're putting up some serious scores. I think they beat uh, Sunnyside either twenty-one nothing or twenty-four nothing in a, in a short game. Yeah, um, we're going to definitely keep an eye on them. We'd love to go, you know, check out one of their games soon. Obviously, Tom Donald has turned things around pretty quickly over there. Shocker, right? <laughs> the most uh, one of the best program builders in the history of the state is turning another program around. I'm um, not shocked at all. And they take on Buchanan next week. Is next that, Thursday that at Mike Noakes Field, I think they call it. Okay. And that will be an emotional game. The Bullard guys, I'm telling you, at the Buchanan-Hanford game last night, um, the Bullard guys were in the stands, and they were, they, they were pretty rowdy up there. They were rooting on Hanford, and okay. um, they want to see the Bears go down, and all that right. game is going to be emotional. And a, a week, from, week from today, when you're listening to this, that should be a good one. Well, you're talking about... You know, just the mental turnaround. First of all, the mental turnaround has to come before a lot of the physical stuff when yep. you're trying to turn around a program there. And when you got when you got kids coming over and cheering on the other team, I mean, they definitely they're definitely getting after it. They are, and it's just like I don't know that that game's gonna have all the fireworks. So if you're not doing anything at at three <laughs> thirty next Thursday, 
uh, head on over to Bullard because you'll see a high-level game. Okay, I'll be there. Sure, you talk me into it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get into this game a little bit. Like I said, I, I rolled in good enough for that last pitch. I, Austin, I was actually at Northern Arizona University for my oldest daughter doing a little college tour, and we were sold right away. What a beautiful campus. I mean, you got mountains in the background. The air was clear and easy to breathe you can see the stars at night i mean man, i was sold i was ready to go there like it doesn't feel like you're in arizona really when yeah. you're there it's like it's its own little like like section of the state because like, you got elevation like you said like you're in the mountains yeah. clear sky it's not like typical arizona no i feel like because i no. had been there once before as well so yeah northern arizona approval now i got to come up with twenty five thousand dollars for my daughter's education maybe Anything uh later maybe it'll come out of the clothes sports report fund hmm, let me see yeah maybe you, you guys maybe a little uh maybe the you fans take out zero out of zero <laughs> true true we're not working with much <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's get into this game a little bit you obviously saw the whole thing um there were some runs early and then that was kind of it so just yeah talk us through the game a little bit yeah so fresno high and i don't have the names for those those guys but they came out swinging pretty good on Buchanan starting pitcher Max Bernal, and I talked to him after the game. He just said first inning was a little weird. He just said he just like his arm didn't feel super live, and uh, he got hit a little bit. And there were legit hits. Uh, they weren't getting shorted. One of them was off the wall, and it was three nothing right off the bat. And then the bottom of the first came around, and that Bears lineup they batted around and put up five on on about four or five hits. A few of them were doubles, and like the thing with this Buchanan lineup is like 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 against Hanford and they had all these walks like today to start the game when they get hit like this lineup is so good like you're not going to shut them out and they can spot you a few runs and you could still lose by double digits because like that's just how deep this lineup is well Josh Williams who was co-MVP of of this tournament along with Austin Young both those guys hit over 500 was it Josh had two two run doubles am I right on that tonight yep well, it's like Josh, okay, he was a co-MVP. He's committed to UCSB. He was hitting eighth in the order. Yes. Yeah. Up, up, well, <laughs> I know. Up, up from ninth. Up from ninth. <laughs> and it's just like, like, I don't know. It's just like there's not like there's no room to breathe if you're the opposing pitcher. Because, like, you have the guys at the top who are, who are up there because they're probably showing the most, I would assume, in practice. And they're showing their consistency and their BP rounds, stuff like that. And then you get to the eighth hitter, Josh Williams, who's a yeah. co-MVP of the Easter Classic, hit 500. Oh, by the way, he's going to play college baseball next year. It's just like, it's unreal. So left-handed hitter, right-handed thrower, plays center field. Big kid, what, I think about almost 6'3", maybe? Yeah, 6'3". He's a little on the light side, but he'll fill out as he gets older. Um, What did you see with Buchanan's pitching tonight? Just did enough after, obviously, playing three games before that? Did they run out of arms? What did that look like? No, uh, Bernal settled in nicely. He ended up going four innings, didn't give up anything after that first. And he was throwing – some of the radar guns had him, like, 86, 87, crawling up there towards the end. Um, As he kind of builds up, I I expect that Vila to go up throughout the year. And then after him, it was Christian Williams who started against Memorial. Yeah. And that's the first time I've seen Christian throw this year. Like, I know know who he is, and I've seen him play before – he got on the mound, and he had his first inning was an immaculate inning. Oh, uh, that was nine, that was the first inning. First inning, nine pitches, uh, three strikeouts. Yeah, there's. So if you guys go to Twitter, um, Stephen Hicks of of ABC News actually has that on video. So I'll probably retweet it tonight. But yeah, so yeah, I, I actually saw that immaculate inning, nine pitches, nine yeah, strikes. Yeah, and like, he was throwing hard, and yeah. he 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 threw the the final three innings, and he probably didn't throw more than 25, 30 pitches. He had five strikeouts in three innings, and. He looked good, and he he gets like he started Buchanan's biggest game this year, and he he's going to continue to get more innings because 
Uh, he throws strikes. He, like he's always around the zone, and that's what you got to do in high school baseball. So, do you think he might emerge as Buchanan's number number one? I talked. I talked to Coach Fonts a little bit after the game, and he's like, "Well, after tonight's game, he said, um, you know, these, this this tournament especially, you just kind of assess your team and and you see where your pitchers are at, and you see what hitters are focused and and all that." But yeah, do you think he's emerged as a as a potential? Number I mean, one. I do like him out of the pen because he throws strikes, but like reading the tea leaves and this is like, I don't have any info. I know I have connections to Buchanan, but they, like, I'm not, I'm not repeating or saying anything that they're telling me just kind of looking at it outside looking in. Like he got the start against Memorial. Mm-hmm. He threw three innings in the championship game. Like that reads to me, like they think he's their number one. Yeah. Will that hold true throughout the year? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what the coaching staff is thinking, but um, he's thrown he's thrown some big innings for him so far this year, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if he has uh, the coaching staff's attention for it to be the one or two guys so far. So looking forward now, uh, we got another tournament next week. That's the rumor. That's what I hear, right? Coke Classic. The Coke Classic, guys. Is that starting on That's today's like, Wednesday? I think it starts on Tuesday. Tuesday. And I think it's like a two-week thing. So okay. I think they play like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays for like two or three weeks. And they're probably going to have games starting at like a 3.30 time, right? Yeah, it'll, it'll vary. If there's a Clovis school hosting, it'll probably be a night game. Okay. Saturdays will be at 11. Um, and then if it's in the afternoon, it'll be 3.30. Okay. And we've talked, we've mentioned this a little bit about how now the track is going to three three games a week we got our tuesday thursday and then our saturdays i don't know if some of these walks and stuff you know they don't get better by by uh, by league they we're gonna have some saturday games they that better get like better. that's gonna be terrible games you know what i also want to add what if they started the baseball season every year with the easter classic like that was the first game because you know what sucks is playing baseball in February when you're going to those 48-degree games. Mm-hmm. Today was the fourth game of the season, and it was 81 at mm-hmm. first pitch. And it's just like, I don't know. You cut off the first month, you're still playing the same amount of games. Something to think about. Because it felt real good out there today. And it was like true baseball weather. It did. I agree. Um, all right. Looking forward to football. Now, we got a pretty we got a pretty, uh, pretty good football game tomorrow. Track so, championship. We're calling this the track championship, right? So... We got Clovis at Buchanan, um, and then Central is also playing at Clovis East at La Monica. Now, both games are tomorrow. Both games are Thursday. So if you're listening to this pod tonight or tomorrow morning, you know, you get up and the game. You, it's game day today. It's game day, it's guys. game day. So, yeah. So no Friday games because of Good Friday. Obviously, Sunday is Easter. If my your timeline is like my timeline i don't know what date first of all it is or what day of the week it is but tomorrow there are two football games now i put a couple texts out to some clovis west people obviously and i and i haven't heard back i did it only about a half hour ago but obviously we know that clovis north's games got canceled two in a row so this game was not going to happen anyway and i yeah if i were to make an educated guess clovis west is not going to be playing tomorrow either we would have seen stuff on twitter we seen some stuff yeah. yeah we didn't see anything so so that kind of sucks but yeah two games tomorrow um yeah clovis at buchanan um clovis is one-on-one buchanan's two and oh and then central is sitting at one-on-one we know what happened last week with buchanan beating central um but <laughs> all right i'll just throw that out there before we start talking about the game but you know if clovis beats buchanan we got three teams well, we got three teams at one, or they'd be at two and one. Then Clovis High would be at one and one. Oh, 
Well, so I don't not know counting how, that Madeira game because it's yeah, not, it's a, league not game. a league. So I don't know how game. that factors into the like. I would. I I think it should be. Like I don't know. What do you do? Because if but all the teams like if Central and Buchanan finish four and one and Clovis High is three and one, do they get a share? Austin, listen to this. You ready for this one? Yeah. Okay. Let's say Central beats Clovis East. Clovis East will be two and one. <laughs> oh, true. Did you forget about I that? I forgot about that. Right. I might. They're gonna hate me. <laughs> They already hate. They already, they already hate us because we uh, we got the record yeah, wrong. Something happened. They're gonna hate us podcast. even more now because I forgot that they were. And Austin, if they win, they'll be, be three and zero. Oh. They will. So that's not. Take it back. Can we rewind about right. three minutes? We'll edit this out. It's not for the Czech Jack yeah. Championship yet. True. I retract my statement. Okay. Clovis E supporters. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna be hearing it probably on Twitter. You will. tomorrow. I hope so. I I deserve it. Just tweet me if you're a Clovis E fan and. And you're offended by what I said. Just tweet me. Um, tweet me. Get better tomorrow. Just go to my Twitter at a underscore underscore camp. Just say get better, and I'll I'll know. Cause I I, uh, I I need to wear it. I think I'll retweet that or hashtag yeah, it at least for sure. So Central at Clovis Weiss, but Clovis at Buchanan. That's the game that we're going to be going to. It's at Veterans. Um, I actually, until tonight, I thought the game was Friday, the Central and Clovis East. And, and I was going to, I said it, I was going to go to that game too. So yeah. Clovis East, we're, they haven't forgotten about you. Sorry, we, we will get, I promise, I will go to a game this year. But uh, Clovis at Buchanan, what are you expecting in that one? I guess uh, Buchanan's a little banged up when you look at what they had last week. Uh, they're one of their best receivers, Stephen Shelley, left the game. Um, Left the game with a broken collarbone. And then the safety, Cameron Brocka, who's a big part of the the defense, he got a concussion, and I'm assuming the concussion rules are that he's probably not playing this week. Uh, so, yeah, Buchanan's banged up, and I don't think that bodes well when you're playing a team because, I don't know, the worst thing that Clovis could have done for like in Buchanan's like point of view was lose that central game because, first of all, they shouldn't have lost that game, and like they're just as good. And now, like, I don't know, you have a Buchanan coach, or I'm not saying that, but, like, a player who's like, oh, maybe Clovis isn't as good. They lost to Central. We Mm -hmm. beat Central. But, like, Clovis is just as good as Central. So if they, like, I don't know, they can absolutely beat Buchanan. And the way DJ Stevenson ran all over Buchanan has me a little worried for Buchanan's sake about what Nate Johnson might do. Mm -hmm. Because that dude is a stud. He's just as athletic as Stevenson and throws like like a man. Well, and from not our, saying DJ doesn't. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, from our perspective too, I feel like I haven't. There's been two Clovis games already, and I haven't been able to really see uh, Nate Johnson unleashed yet. Right? You right. Know, we know what happened in that first game. He didn't even play two quarters, and then last week, you know, he tore it up. Um, I got I got a text from Coach Hamilton um, about their game uh, against Madera. They went up 29 early. Um, and check this out. I should have tweeted this out, but this is awesome. So you guys are going to be hearing this, hearing about this, maybe perhaps for the first time on the podcast. But Katrina Asaldi for a Clovis High female, she kicked two extra points for Clovis. How awesome is that? How did we not know that before? I just I, I found out Sunday while I was in uh, while I was in Flagstaff, yeah. and I was I was kind of on a little little bit of a, yeah, a, a Twitter bit. hiatus. Yeah, a little bit, but yeah, how awesome is that? That's so awesome. first of all, yeah, Cal High Sports and all kinds of people need to definitely hear about that. So congrats to her and, and Clovis High. But we haven't seen Nate Johnson unleashed yet, and uh, maybe tomorrow we will. Maybe we'll see. You know, two hundred yard, hundred yard. I mean that com- that combo game. Johnson and Risley in the backfield like it's lethal, and if they unleash it to its full extent, like I don't know, I don't know if uh, 
But I don't know if Buchanan's going to be able to stop that because that central game was pretty back and forth and and oh, I don't know. I think this close offense might be a little bit better than Central's. And then we look at last week, too, thinking about the Central and Buchanan game. Buchanan wasn't able to run the ball very well. There, no. there was stuff that the line of scrimmage, um, and that's not even, you know, one of Central's best defensive line. And Though their front seven, I will say, is pretty good because they did limit Clovis pretty good that first game, I thought. Okay. Like, when, when Nate Johnson was in, like, he didn't really get loose against Central. So I, I, I do think that Central front seven is pretty good. And uh, we, we noticed Connor Price of Clovis on the defensive line right away. We saw that dude on the sideline. Yeah. He looked like a Division One type body for sure. I wonder sure. if Mary Hughes playing this week. Great question. Because if he is, we'll see, man. That's going to be awfully interesting. And then we, we really need to see Jaden Mandel coming off of that phenomenal performance um, last week against Central to see how he does on, on his home field. Um, you know, two games under his varsity belt as the starting quarterback for Buchanan as a sophomore. Um, yeah, very, very impressive. We'll see what he does as a follow-up. I know that. Uh, let's. I think I can. I, I can say this. I do it. Let's just say there were some higher-up type people that were pretty impressed with his performance. They um, were. Yeah, I could say that. I saw the evidence, <laughs> and I mean, I think everyone was impressed. If you saw what he was doing in Central, uh, he just. He just always felt in command of the game, and he's going to have to be the same amount locked in tonight because it's um, it's going to be a war, and it's probably going to come down to who has the ball last. Okay. Yeah, we're excited for that football game tomorrow night. And then Central at Clovis East. Now, Clovis East, if we rewind a little bit and talk about their win over Clovis West. And um, I got a few texts about that game, but I saw a good amount of video came out later. Yep. That. I mean, obviously, we saw a great game, Central and Buchanan, but that sounded like a phenomenal game. Double overtime, Clovis East uh, scored with, well, there was 11 seconds on the clock when the ball was snapped. They were down seven in the game, and uh, our man Sean Kelly threw a beautiful pass pretty much at the goal line under triple coverage. Dude caught it, right? Sent it into uh, oh, yeah. first overtime. Um, I think Clovis East kicker made a 49-yard 49. field goal. 49. That should not go unnoticed because that is a bomb. That's a nuke. Bomb for high school. That is like that is a bomb, and he. I saw the video of it. He drilled it, but yeah. it's just like, it's like, damn. Yeah. That is a nuke of legit a kick. Quick, right? Yeah, legit kick. Um. So yeah, so they made the plays, you know, in double overtime to to beat Clovis West. So so hats off to those guys. They're partying um, like it's two thousand four <laughs> over yeah. in Clovis Eastland, as they should be. Yep, Coach Reynolds has done a good job over there. So yeah, we'll definitely keep tabs on that game. Um, yeah, if if, uh, if Clovis East beats Central Gosh. and moves to three and zero, we're printing shirts and it's, it's going to say it's going to go Clovis East football. However, we'll dress it up and it's going to say party like it's two thousand four. We're going to sell them, and we want five bucks. Not not very not very expensive. We'll keep them five bucks. We want everyone to buy them and wear them to the to the to the fourth game. Maybe. Maybe he has a little motivation to put hashtag Austin can't be better too, right? You yes. You know, a little motivation for East. Yeah. And hashtag Paul Menters be better because <laughs> you got their record wrong. <laughs> okay. That was, that was the last episode. All right. Well, there, there's a nice little rundown. Um, yeah, we got a couple sponsors. We want to thank the Fieldhouse restaurant over there. Now that football, baseball, basketball is about to begin, go check them out after your games. First String Sports is back on board. Those guys over there, you know, you walk into the store, you see all kinds of equipment. Obviously, their their big thing is baseball bats and baseball gloves and stuff like that and Letterman's jacket. So go check them out at First String Sports. But 
yeah we're we're in the middle man it feels like crazy spring and it's uh it is a crazy spring with all these sports going on at the same time so yeah we're we're happy to bring all this information for you and yeah, yeah. if you guys dm us you know tweet at us send us texts send us messages whatever we'd love to hear from you guys if, if we make a mistake yeah we'll own it and we'll, we'll correct ourselves we're definitely not above that stuff yeah. and if you guys want to you know give us a hot tip on anything or if there's anything we miss yeah be sure to let us know or if you're just if you want us to talk about something yeah just like if you have a topic for us anything and you know i make mistakes when i'm tweeting sometimes and kind of when i get wrapped up in the moment it kind of speeds up on me so if we make a mistake we're sorry We'll correct it. Just let us know. Get a, get a slide into our DMs and <laughs> and uh, let us know. We'll we'll get it fixed. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, guys. All right. Nice talking with you, Austin Kemp. Good job. Mm-hmm. Way to hold down the fort down here in California. Oh yeah. All right. Talk to you guys later. See you.